so long let me get everything right make sure y'all feeling my mic yeah y'all feeling all right is that feeling all right is that that feeling all right the mic hey hey man this beat got me wanting hey spit spit something real quick what what hey anybody that know me they know what i feel that i'll be it hey y'all hey y'all you trying to you trying to spit something real quick you trying to run you trying to go Trying to flow, let them know how you roll, let them go, how to show, you know. Oh, no, 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 they ain't ready for all that. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, this is Cartoons right here, y'all. Oh, got my phone. Hey, this Cartoons right here, man. Y'all know nothing about this right here. But I'm here to put you on, man. I'm here to put you on, man. Let me get this mic right. Uh, man, so it feels good to be back. I am uh, glad that you guys and rock with me like I said um, starting out it's not gonna be as consistent as I, as I want it to be um, but that ain't mean that doesn't mean that I'm not I'm not trying to uh, you know treat this serious for you guys uh, so you know I definitely appreciate you rocking with me and staying along on the journey uh, so hey we got a little video for sure so NBA is back. Football is in full bloom. Uh, you know, it feels good. Everything feels right, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Sports-wise, of course, I've been rocking with Loki. Man, Loki been crazy. Crazy bananas. Oh, uh, man. And hip-hop-wise, man, well, that's another story. So, uh, because <laughs> uh, as a, anyone who, you know, really listens, or I shouldn't say listens, uh, follows like hip hop as far as the genre itself and, and uh, the movement and, of, I guess, culture, really, I should say, um, you know, I mean, you know, the hip hop sales have been down like 40% this year. Uh, so, and that definitely kind of shows, I mean, I don't know, it, it, for me, I feel like this is not necessarily a big surprise because of the type of music that I listen to personally, um, but I definitely can understand why, why this happened, you know what I mean, this, I've been talking about this on here before, uh, you know what I mean, when I, last time when I was at the Hip Hop 50 show and I was started talking about the DJ, this is, you know, when it came out after this, this is not anything that I was surprised by or anything like that. You know what I mean, so um, I, I, I definitely, it definitely makes sense. So 
I, I got a little something else that I want to talk about, though, when it comes to hip-hop. Because uh, it still is the 50th anniversary. So, I wanted to maybe play a little bit of some of the stuff. Talk about my my personal top five hip-hop albums of all time. All time. Right? Uh, and this is... I ended up making like 10 because <laughs> I had my five and then I, I, I had like some five honorable mentions that I was like, oh man, I gotta, I gotta have this too. So, um, I think I have my little playlist. Yes, sir. All right. So number one on the list, I have, uh, this one right here. It's dark and hell is hot. DMX. Now this this album right here, man. This album right here, man. This is this is the album that really that really got me into hip hop. Yeah, you know I mean, I remember when we was kids and uh, pops had the had the white jeep that he he had the system in, and he used to he used to listen to this album. DMX really, you know what I mean? Not too many people can can really can really speak to you and and uh uh inspire a whole generation like like DMX did, you know what I mean? Had two platinum albums in the same year. Two number one albums. I'm sorry, two number one albums. I don't know if they went platinum right away, but two number one albums in the same year. 1998, I believe. It might have been 97. Don't quote me, though. I believe it was 98. Uh, so, you know what I mean? That's that's definitely, for me, one of my favorite albums of all time. And number two uh, is definitely another special one for me. This one right here. Liquid Swords. Jizza. He was the greatest man in the empire. This Wu Tang. Wu Tang. Wu Tang. Wu Tang. Look, I keep dropping my phone. Uh oh. See? Messing it up. Let me sleep. Yo. Wu Tang, man. My father was famous. That that truly inspired me um, when I was. I would say, say I was probably like young teenager, like 13, maybe a little bit, maybe a little early, like 11, between 11, 13 years old. I was already into kung fu, like my, my dad his un and my uncles, they was all into kung fu, and, and we watched all those stuff, and then, um, I remember, I think, I don't know if my brother bought it, or if my dad bought it, somebody, somehow we, we ended up getting like the Wu-Tang, DVDs that they had. They had like the Chinese, uh, Chinese, the uh, uh, Chinese kung fu flick, and um, like I don't even know. I, I guess it was some of Wu Tang's favorites. And then they had a music video, so they had Method Man, and so I was always like a fan of Wu Tang. And then when I got to college, like I really was able to kind of like dive in and and 
kind of you know figure out like uh a little bit more of the wu-tang and and and, and the sound that i that i enjoyed and uh, i started getting into to uh jizza a little bit more um and this liquid swords album is crazy man this is this is to me one of the best like wu-tang projects because it's got everybody on it you know what i mean it's got it's got Method Man on a, uh, a few songs. It's got Ghostface. It's got RZA on on all the beats. It's got RZA rapping. It's got uh, You Got. You know what I mean? It's got Master Killer. It's got Inspector Deck. Capit- mm, yeah, I think Capadonna's on here too. Cause he was he was already back with the crew. ODB's on there, so it's you know what I mean? It's 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 wild. You know what I mean? This is this is this is a good album. Uh, definitely, if you want to introduce somebody to Wu Tang, this is a good album to get them get them on. You know what I mean? So, Lickasaurus uh, number two. Uh, next, uh, I have another one that for me. Like, like y'all, you know, y'all been rocking with me on these episodes, so y'all already know how 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 I feel about this group right here, uh, Slum Village. So this is fantastic, the volume two. Man, you don't know how <laughs> how many burnt CDs I uh, ended up making. From uh, from this mixtape uh, when I was in college, just you know bumping them too hard and they kind of like burn out and, and scratch and stuff and so I had to burn in the back and I finally ended up buying the vinyl over a few years ago and so I got that too and that uh, uh, played many a Sundays so uh, you know. This is, this is, I don't even got to say much on this album. This is, this is what it is, and this is home, and this is, this is, hey, it's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Uh. And that's the perfect segue, because I, uh, Went to Carville to get a milkshake. What is that? No, it's not that one. Which one is it? So, number four on the list. Midnight Marauders. A tribe called Quest. Yes. Midnight Marauders over low-end theory for me. That just is what it is. You know what I mean? You can't help but do nothing, something like that to that. Uh, you know what I mean? Q-Tip was, uh, and Alicia He Muhammad, they, they was, they was in the zone when they, when they was, uh, like, you know what I'm saying? So, this is, ooh, ooh, Five Dog was killing it, man. He was, he was on top, top tier. So, uh, that's number four for me. Um, 
Number five. Yeah. All my real ones know. When Alchemist started branching out, instead of getting with this blog era, and this man right here introduced it, set it off, and really popped it off to, to, to young hip hop fans like me, really trying to explore. You know what I mean? It's right here. Currency. Covert Coop. Camera. Live ones did it. Yep. That's number five, man. You know, the blogger, 2011, 2010. This is, I was rolling. I was rolling. And, and, and this, I'm rolling. My old, uh, <laughs> old Honda. Bumping. Back when I used to still live down south, man. That was, that was. This was a good album, man. Mixtape era. And he was hitting us with all originals. We were still rapping over other beats. Wayne, Wayne had already like demolished every beat. You know, what I mean, people were still. That's all we people were still doing back then. And then people like Currency, like Wiz Khalifa. Uh, that's definitely two that was heavy on my list. Later, I found, found our big crit eventually. Then later, I found Smoke Dizzle way late to the party, but he was around that time too. So, you know, I mean, I was cool kids. Uh, of course, I'm sorry. Uh, that's home team too. Uh, Chuck English, you know what I'm saying? Mount Clemens. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Sir Mike, Chicago. Cool kids, definitely as well. So, uh, Man, that was that was a they was keeping keeping her alive. Of course, Kendrick and J Cole, and then I was a young Drake, so he was still doing his thing, still spitting too. Uh, from, but there's another album that really, when I was this was this really spoke to me too, because these I felt like I felt like I could I, I could do this. These guys was doing it. Uh-huh. Not that I'm saying like they was bad. I'm saying they was good, but the was, I felt like they was kids. I'm a kid. If they could do it, I could do it. And they was they was going crazy. Later I found out it was JD, but JD was going crazy. Say you too much, Chris. Call a Mac Dad. And what I pack is really bad. Holy your soul will never let go. <laughs> Hey man, y'all can try to play crisscross as much as you want. Uh, real, real people that's into hip hop really know. Back then, crisscross was hitting, it was flipping. Yeah, you know I mean, it was doing its thing. Um, I got introduced to it, I think later than I think the album came out like early '90s. I, I, th I remember like listening to it in like '95. Uh, yeah, I mean, man. <laughs> Uh, for real, like when I was like five years old, I remember, you know, I mean, being with family, being with my cousins, and and and, and we'd be and we'd listening to the song. You know what I'm saying we all pile up in the jeep and go to Walmart. Back in the day when they had the, or I mean, I think they still do down south. I don't look, I don't, man, I miss living down south sometimes. 
Cause I remember back in the day when I used to live in Tennessee, man, they used to have the Walmart with the uh, McDonald's inside the Walmart, you know what I mean? So every once in a while you might be able to talk to fam into letting you have <laughs> a cheeseburger uh, while you're shopping. So now they got fancy on us. They got Starbucks in there on the, in, in the Kroger, you know what I mean? And it's fancy. You can get a coffee. Your brother man just want a little cheeseburger and keep it rolling, you know what I mean? Oh man, crisscross. That was that was the time, man, for real. A real bad dream. Oh man, that one. If y'all don't know nothing about this one right here, I'm just play for for half a second. I ain't trying to get hit. JD, don't hit me, man. I'm trying to let them know, man, how good it was. How, I, Biggie's Life After Death album 
produced this album. I believe they produced Mace Harlem World, a lot of that album too. Um, so yeah, man, they got hits after hits after hits. So this is definitely this one. This is one of my favorite beats right here. Black Rob was going crazy, you know what I mean? Um, you know what I mean? This was this was this was like right after after Biggie had passed. Um, Puffy's first album, trying to rap, and yeah, I mean it was a good it was a good album. Um, so that was definitely uh, you know on my on my list that I used to rock all the time. Um, for real, like I used to, I used to have this, we used to have this CD. So I used to take the CD on the bus, man, and, and, and put it in my, and, and put it in my CD player, man. It'd be, it'd be, it, it, I used to have this like Toshiba one, and this black like square Toshiba one, man. That thing was, that could play anything, bro. That was, that was the smooth, uh, uh, smooth, super smooth. Uh, CD player, but on the bus, man, it was ragged. On the bus, it was raggedy like all the rest of them. Yeah, you know I mean, it was it was bouncing. But this was definitely an album that I used to rock all the time. You know what I'm saying? So um, that was that was that was definitely a solid album. I love you, baby. Victory, of course, is a legendary. I mean, I'm just man, I'm just, I, I'm low key playing like some of the cuts. But obviously, if you don't know the album, I mean, this is. This is one of the biggest, at the time, it was one of the biggest albums, you know, in the world. Yeah, I mean, Puffy and, and, and Mace was, was on everything. Mace from It, it Is What It Is. Yeah, I mean, that's why he used to, he was with Puffy, standing next to Puffy. So that's why, that's why, yeah, I mean, he, he gets the respect for, uh, on the show now, you know what I'm saying? You know, I pop a lot of shit, but I back it up, though. See, there's a difference. A lot of niggas pop shit, and a lot of niggas don't make hits. Of course, this is uh, all about the Benjamins album. Uh -huh. I used to like this song. Got Twister. If y'all ain't never heard this, it's, it's, uh, it's this the end with Twister. Shots of both of us was the strap was close to us, then for survival we broke the bus. But Ronaldo's get to ghost the crush. Cause he said he getting close. 
closer. Paranoid like a crack fiend when the gas scene. Scream when the bullet hit me in the shoulder. Don't wanna die till I get older. Try to visualize the beholder. He's inconceivable, so now my sight is getting dark a lot. Let's step off up in this parking lot where them dogs bark a lot and try to wait until it's more get hot. I can make a person fight with surviving. Good or conniving. You never know when it's your time to leave. Smoking weed to keep my mind at ease. Let's go back to the car, but wait. I can't find the keys, plus we didn't chill long enough. The footsteps are coming close. Is it one of them unholy men with the strap ready to boldly sin? Mama told me it was coming, but I wish he would have told me when. Is this the end? Come on, man. Come on, man. There's not too many that could do that, man. Rap fast like that, you could still understand every word, and it, it, I'm just telling the whole story, you know what I'm saying? Like this, y'all need to give Twister his flowers, man. Like for real, the, the man is the man, you know what I'm saying? Yo, crazy. Bananas. So, yeah, I mean, that, that album had, had drunk, so you know what I'm saying? So, uh, of course, it's, you know, of course, it's on, it's on the list. Uh, yo, next. Uh oh. Uh uh. Yeah, I thought you. Hold on. Let's hit that one more time. That did up. say more number eight on my list man yo okay but they don't know they thought they knew but they didn't know what was coming next Honestly, though, low-key, now that I'm playing it back, honestly, that's a little cap. I'm sorry, y'all. That's cap. That's real cap. 
that's that's tremendous cap and i and i apologize because i got i got caught up in the hype for a sec because i should have played you this Jar MF doing mmm food, and of course, this is beef rap. I got this one on vinyl, so I'm sorry, y'all. I played Mad Villain, uh, Villainy, of course, Mad Lib and MF Doom, but honestly, I love that album, but this one I love even more, so I, I apologize. This is what I missed to put at number eight. I don't know what I was thinking when I wrote the list, but this, this, I, I, this song right here, repeat. You understand this? This this is crazy. The, the samples. Yeah, I mean, I I was watching this one day. I mean, I don't want to just you know what I'm saying it's it's a, it's, a, it's a show. If you look, it's not hard to find. But just the way he cut this thing up, MF Doom. Yeah, I mean, this is this is incredible, man. This is bananas. Bananas. Beef rap. Just to change the diet, it can lead to high blood pressure if you fry it, or even a stroke, heart attack, heart disease. It ain't no starting back once arteries start to squeeze. Take the easy way out, phony. Until then, they know they wouldn't be talking out. Baloney in the bullpen. So disgusting, part itself is I discussed this. They talk a wealth of shit and they never seen the justice. Oh man, the video about the air. Two batteries, some brillo, and some foil. He'll boil it. You'd be better off in PC glued. And it's a feud, so don't be in no TV mood. Every week is mystery meat, seaweed stewed. We need food. Hey. He wears a mask just to cover the raw flesh. Uh-huh. Rather ugly brother with flows. It's gorgeous. Drop dead <laughs> joints, hit the whips like bird shit. They so listen, like you already know. This is why. Look at that, man. I'm going to give y'all a little something right there. This right here? I was that for Halloween. Uh, That would have been, what, 2014, 2015? I was at, I was at CMU. I mean, so if you see me around campus, it's GameCube that dude. Uh, I was MF Doom, but I had the mask. I had the, I had the green, the green uh, hoodie with the orange vest. You know what I'm saying? I was running around campus. I was MF Doom for so. Yeah, you know I mean, so the mask. Not only is it the Black Ninja, but part of that is uh, you know definitely inspired by MF Doom. So the visual. Now you're getting to see it. This is, you know what I mean? So I, I wanted to make sure I, I, I said that before my camera go out. Cause it's about to go. So not all of this is going to be recorded. So visually, at least, all of it's going to be audio. We still got the show. We still got the rock and roll. Boom, boom. But, you know what I mean? I just wanted to give you all a chance 
um, to at least kind of see what it look like when I be recording. Yeah, I mean, it's nothing fancy. But it's cool. This is how it is, you know what I'm saying now? Uh, so we, 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 we roll with it, you know what I mean? Uh, definitely, I, I appreciate the audio version uh, more. That's that's kind of like when I'm, I, as, a, as a consumer myself, I listen to podcasts. I definitely like listening because I can do other stuff, you know what I'm saying? Throw my headphone, throw a headphone in, or one of my, or all my headphones, both my headphones in. You know what I mean? And 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 keep moving. Um, sometimes I don't have always have time to, but it is cool sometimes. You know what I mean to just sit back and, and watch it too when you have the time. So so I definitely appreciate y'all too. I appreciate this this too is more what I mean. I appreciate for everybody. Um, but yeah, I mean, I charged it. Right now, I'm, I'm limited. <laughs> I charged the camera. Uh, apparently, it, it ain't rocking the whole time. So um, we'll see. We'll have to try to figure out how, how uh, you know, what I mean, play with it a little bit, see what what works, and and, and try to see what what I need to do visually to uh, uh, make it make it work. So um, yeah, MF Doom, man, uh, definitely one of my favorites. Uh, M food, M food. Um, sorry, y'all, man. I'm trying to get this to unlock. It doesn't like my face because it's all covered. Let's see here. All right, cool. We got it rolling. Number. 10 and last honorable mention is another one that truly um oh man did I did I skip one oh I think I have a, I think I have a few honorable mentions I lied that's my top 10 it's not top 5 we're doing top 10 I'm, I'm just all over the place today alright number number 10 then is this one right here So I apologize. You know, this is this is very unprofessional. Really, this is this is the one that I played on repeat over and over. Check, check, check. Section 80, Kendrick Lamar. Hey, ride to it, ride to it, cause you never know when a bullet might hit. And you die to it, die to it, die to it, die to it. Live your life, live it right, be different, do different things. I used to Don't rock with uh, overly dedicated as well. But I mean, I, mean I'm st- I still do. Michael Jordan on that. What's my purpose? Maybe this earth is a good place to be. But 
Section 80 is. Uh, I wish I would have heard it when it around the time it came out. I think it was like a um a couple years late when I first started started rocking with them. So you know it it it's. Man, I'm telling you, to have this be like one of his second like true mixtapes is 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 crazy, man. Like, listen to this guy. You knew he was ready. The production level, it, you know, there wasn't... Like, I, I'm telling you, I was I was very low. Like, if you track in totem poles, I, I was very low totem pole in the things that I was doing when I started rapping around around that time. But, like, and, and trying to somewhat turn it into, into something, you know what I mean? Like, performing at clubs and every now and then, you know what I mean? Um, there was a few that that you just knew that you you know what I mean you would see their name pop up in the blogs and then next thing you know it was like in one blog they might you might see them and then next thing you know they're on all the blogs and you start seeing it over and over and then other people start talking about it but it was it was a different grind back then when the, it was half of the half of the world was still on like physical copies streaming hadn't really popped off you know what i'm saying apple music was a thing but there was no there was no title there was no spotify um so things were still still a little crazy the internet was people were still figuring out and there was a few that really that really you know what i mean took it took it and ran you know what i mean and, and kendrick like i said kendrick j cole drake Big Sean eventually, Wiz Khalifa eventually, uh, Wale, um, Tyler the Creator, you know what I mean, those people were really able to kind of um, really turn it and, 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 and make it something thorough, you know what I mean, that they could create revenue off and have it be independent, uh, self-viable, so... Uh, you know, they really set a blueprint for a lot of us guys that we're we're trying to do it, and you know, we're able to follow follow in their footsteps. You know, somewhere, somewhere. So, uh, Section Eighty is is a great album, man. It's, 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 it's honestly, I like, I enjoy listening to this album. I think a little bit more than the than his actual first studio album. But that's just on, uh, you know, on a personal thing. So uh, next, I got uh, Wiz Khalifa. Like we was just, we was just talking about him. So you know, really the one that that popped him off. Uh, pause. <laughs> uh, really the one that that made that that go and that shine. Yeah, you know I mean, is uh, uh, Cushion Orange Juice. That's what that's currency that he's talking about. I remember I was, used to be rolling out, rolling up to, to Mount Pleasant and this. I used to live in land like man. I mean, so you so when you like you know, twenty two, you know, really trying to start to live your own life, you know what I mean, and, and, and try to make something of yourself, you know what I mean? 
definitely if you're really into music, there's certain things that that's always gonna kind of stick to your ribs. You know what I mean? And and and, and kind of remind you of of a life. You know what I mean? Well. It's another one right here, man. The greatest story never told. Saigon. Hey, that transition, man. Are you kidding me? Saigon, of course, was on um, uh, the old TV show. Uh, man, I'm tripping. Man, uh, the, the HBO show um, with my man from Queens. Uh, Turtles on the show. Mark Wahlberg show. Man, I'm tripping. Entourage. Boom. I knew I was going to remember. <laughs> uh, all right. So Saigon was, Turtle. remember Turtle, Turtle was trying to, uh, my man Saigon was his character was trying to get uh, his di- his his demo tape to Dr. Dre he ended up putting it in Vinny's uh, Vin-, Vin Chase he ended up putting it uh, in his car instead so and Turtle got a hold of it and Turtle was trying to be his manager and stuff and hook him up with a deal and do his thing so Saigon um, is, is the truth man he was. He, he he be spitting and this this album right here the greatest story never never told just blaze does like 90 percent of the album he's got this song right here with with jay-z of course that i'm about to play which is uh bananas because jay jay wasn't doing a whole lot of features at the time but he got this one right here swiss beats uh just blaze Jay-Z, Saigon. Yeah, and then of course, last honorable mention, like water for chocolate, like water for chocolate, common, Jay Dilla, on a lot of the protection, really the so Aquarians, the Uma, all over the place. This song right here, a song called Sada. Of course, bring it back full circle. 
towards the top of the list, we got the Thelonious song here, man. This song, this song right here with Slum Village. This is one of Jay Dilla's best beats, man. T3 go crazy, by Tango crazy, Common go crazy, Dilla go crazy, everybody's bananas, man. Uh huh. Super microphonist. You know what's the scrap shit we bought to own it. You know it, it's many me's trying to clone us. I got a bonus for the bitch that run a bonus. I got a bonus for your bitch that run a bonus. It's the Thelonious Super Microphonus. Uh, no time to sleep, cause if you sleep, you don't eat. Got a whole heat just to make ends meet. Niggas living on the street by other niggas. Hey yo, during the jazz festival, so man, I, I, I don't know if you can still go find it online, but uh. If you can find it online, um, the Detroit Jazz Festival this year, they had T, uh, T3 as a special guest. Or I'm sorry, they had a Kareem Riggins as a special guest, and he brought out T3. Or did they have – no, I'm sorry. I'm tripping. They had Kareem Riggins, and his special guest was Common. And uh, one of his special guests, he was there. He had a, uh, um, actually a residency for the Detroit Jazz Festival this year in uh 2023 this year so um he actually uh was there for a couple days and then he um uh brought out common one of those days i forget some of the other people but he brought out common one of those days and t3 actually came as well uh and they performed this song and and yeah man that's that's one of them jams um, you know what I'm saying? So that's that's one of my favorite Dilla beats as well. So that's my list. Uh that's really what uh I had that on for shuffle for for a few weeks. I, I've been rocking uh not a whole lot of hip hop right now. Uh I guess that's surpri- not surprisingly. Uh I guess that kinda brings us back to uh, you know, the beginning topic of how 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 things are down and when it comes to hip hop sales, um, and I just you know there's many reasons I I don't even know if I want to go into all of it right now because it's that would just be even longer, crazy episode. Um, and I like to give the rest of the year. I, I you know some you never know what'll happen the rest of the year, right? And then next thing you know, they'll say, oh, hey, hip hop was up by ten percent. Because somebody, a couple artists put out, you know, some crazy projects that everyone rocked with. Um, actually, before I, I switched topics and talking about this year when it comes to rap, uh, I promised myself that I would make sure I didn't forget to shout these two out one more time. Well, not one more time. I'm sure I'm going to keep shouting them out. But just shout them out again because I, I still think that this is by far one of the best albums um this year in hip-hop so um these two guys right here valid and stretch money from detroit they they have bill and isaiah and it's it's a great album it's 
I can hear the angels on this one. I'm feeling star bangled on this one. Going Kurt Angle on this one. Twisting up the ankles on this one. You don't want to tangle with this one. You might start a fire, you can't stop. Only in the flip and I can't flop. I've been on the mission, I can't stop. I've been in the kitchen, it's straight drop. Dope bars making they face lock. I done surpassed every naysayer's ass. Lil' Darren from the Wayways in his bag. Took out my feelings, replaced them with cash. Pulled up DeLorean straight from the past. Rappers invalid, me and Valid Ben had it. We the best at it, we should go and get Khaled. The credit's overdue, we've been working overtime. Overlord stretch, shit is getting so divine. I'm talking, yo, man. So it's based on like a 1980s film. And uh, they're supposed to be the bad boys. From Detroit, yeah, I'm saying the Pistons, Bill and Isaiah. And uh, it's got that 80s, 1980s feel. They got no choice but stand by and commentate. So we gon' give them something they can talk about. We gon' give them something they can talk about. All I heard was yapping. I think my competitive nature has something to do with the way I'm perceived. Um, I don't give an inch at all on the, on the court. I don't give anybody any respect. Uh, I think that's a major problem with a lot of other players is I don't respect their game. If they happen to get in the way, well, that's not my fault. That's their fault. Um, stay out of my way. We're coming through trying to win the game. Hey, yo, that's man. the difference between being good and being a champion. Bill Beer was wild. I mean, it's got that 1980s feel, you know what I'm saying? They ain't got the pistons, man. Don't trip, B. I got my pistons. right here. Hold up, I know it ain't an issue, man. The real question is who is you, man? The baddest motherfucker that be in this land. Fuck your whole team squad, click and fam. Spit in the face That's of your bitch right ass fans. Now I'm in your head with a simple plan. Yeah, but I recognize. Yeah, we away, but we take it At Detroit, home. man, we got them Boy, spitters, bro. Hey, speaking of that uh, last before, uh, segue game, you know what I mean? Uh, y'all definitely need to go tra- uh, check out, uh, I think it's Mogul State of Mind. They got this interview with Bazaar uh, from D12. Uh, man, it was a great interview. Um, really, yeah, it, it, it's, they go a little bit uh, kind of like the Detroit hip, uh, hip-hop history. Um, it's like, you know what I mean, what it was like kind of back, back in the day. Um, so that's a, that's a great interview. It kind of just, just made me think about some real like Detroit spitters. Like Detroit kind of been doing this for a minute, you know what I mean? And 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 um, I definitely think the people out there, like uh, the homie Rosenberg, should be you know. Detroit got some spitters too that can be on the real late show, so you know what I mean. Um, like the uh, L.A. Leakers, you know what I mean? We Detroit, I know they got Roy, they be having Royce on there, Big Sean, but keep them coming, man. Detroit got some spitters, man. Um. Yeah, man. So this other uh, newest out. There's actually one song that I heard that just came out, and hopefully this album kind of sets the tone by somebody that's uh, actually a little bit mainstream. And uh, this young lady right here. I know they said the girl's been kind of taking over. 
but there's one in particular that I'd like to really, really see take over, for real, for real. Um, hopefully, hopefully she gets the promotion that she deserves, and then we'll be playing with her. A new Rhapsody. First name Marlena, last name Evans. Underappreciated, but I'm still the most respected. My insecurity is the fear of being rejected. When you this raw, they listen with an erection. Pull the Drake before they rap about affection. There I go, hard to the MC Nerdjash. My so. biggest flex is I can stand on what I did. Never faked anything to cause of how I live. Yeah. I ain't no millionaire. I ain't no real. Don't shoot. They talk with they fist. Lose some, win some. Live another 10, 20, 30, 40, 50. It ain't worth doing the bid. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, man. And she keep coming with more heat like this on the album. That's, that's Hit Boy and producing it, too. Oh, man. You know, you already know what it is with, with, with her, with Rhapsody. So, um, definitely, I hope that she... Uh, that she gets the proper promotion that she deserves, for real. Mickey. Yeah, it's your boy, Mr. Easy Wider. So the NBA in-season tournament, man, popped off. Um, I was able to watch. Actually, I kind of got schemed, man. So last year, I got the uh, NBA 2K, and it came with the NBA League Pass. And they kind of jacked me, man. thought I canceled it. So I had one one month um, that I'm still watching. So I watched uh, a few of the games. I watched this, was it the Suns versus the Blazers? No, it wasn't the Blazers. Suns and the... Sun, no, because Suns weren't playing because uh, Kevin Durant was there. Well, uh, it was Golden State and Thunder. The Golden State and Thunder game. I was watching that, and they had uh, they had Kevin Durant on there. Was it Golden State? Man, now I'm tripping. It was Joe Johnson. Uh, was it Joe Johnson's podcast? It was not. Better World Peace was on there. Kevin Durant. I have to go back and look. I want to say Jeff Green. Maybe it's Quentin Rich. Uh, Quentin it was Quentin Richardson actually. That's who it was with. Uh, and Kevin Durant was on there as well. Um. And they were kind of talking about this in-season tournament, some of the rookies that they like, talking about how it was playing with uh, Wembley, and. You know, Kevin Durant had a lot had a lot to a lot of respect for Wembley. You know, because they had that 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 Bluetooth Bluetooth connected end of the game where they kind of uh, squared up a little bit, and Kevin Durant hit that shot over Wembley, and you know, but Wembley kind of went right at him. I was like, Yo, I'm ready for this moment. I want to guard the best foot, one of the best players in the league. So Kevin Durant kind of respected that. Uh, so, you know, he's going to be a problem. Uh, and he was also talking about, um, you know, Chet Holmgren. Uh, he had worked with him all summer. So I'm I'm excited to see where the NBA is going with these younger talent. Uh, the NBA in-season tournament, uh, it's cool. I mean, the court, everyone was wilding about the courts. I, I think it's a cool idea. 
Um, I don't like I said we talked about this before. And <laughs> it's funny how things keep happening, and, and you know I try to uh, put you guys on and and um, just what I'm kind of thinking when I watch these things. And um, so the NBA, you know, I think that they may be really trying to put, make a push to be like everyone knows it's football and basketball. Those are the, those are the American sports. It's football and basketball. I think they. I think that's. I think that's their goal. Honestly, I just kind of. Just kind of thought about it as as we were, as we're talking here together, and you guys are listening. Um, you know, maybe their goal is football and basketball. Those are the American sports, because right now everyone knows. Hey, football is our number one sport. Everyone goes crazy about football. Everyone's a football fan. Um, Super Bowl is ridiculous, the numbers that it does on TV. And then there's not necessarily a clear second. It's kind of basketball and baseball, uh, depending on, you know, who's going far in baseball and who's, uh, you know, making noise. Um, Their fans, I think, fluctuate. Maybe not as big, but they're still kind of in the conversation. And I feel like the NBA is trying to move to a point where, uh, you know, no one else is in this conversation. It's just them. Football, then basketball. You know what I mean? Football and basketball. Those are the American sports. Uh, and I think that uh, these in-season tournaments, some of the changes that they're making, that's that's their goal is to try to make this an international sport um, or international league, because obviously it's already international sport, even more so than football, and that's what they have to capitalize on, is the NBA basketball is a bigger sport around the world than American football. However, American football is the biggest thing in America, and they're starting to go international. So the NBA wants to keep up. They want to be football and basketball, not football and the other sports. Football and basketball. So they're going to continue to make changes, try to appeal to the younger audience, um, cater to the players, whatever they have to do to keep them involved and, uh, you know, entertaining. So uh, you're definitely going to see those a little bit a little bit more. Uh, sorry, just, the, the delay on here was, was, was with no music playing. It was kind of... Uh, <laughs> kind of wild. Um, no, it still is. So, um, the Lions, the Detroit Lions, the Detroit Lions are six and two. I'm sorry, did you hear me? I said the Detroit Lions, the NFL team in the NFC North is six and two going into their bye. Yes, yes, y'all. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes, y'all. All right now, you heard the Detroit Lions. Yes, sir. Six and two. That's what we do. <laughs> yeah. Uh no, on a real on a serious note, man, this is has been crazy season. Uh crazy year. Obviously it's still a lot more, you know, nine more games to go. 
Uh, I'm really excited for Thanksgiving. How great is Thanksgiving going to be with the Lions having a winning record heading into the game? Um, we got our national spotlight. Um, they've already had a Monday night Monday uh, Monday night uh, football game. I think they had a Thursday, and they also had a, uh, a Sunday as well. So, um, um, no, they play the Packers on Thanksgiving too. Yeah, see, it, that's going to be a great game. Um, yeah, that's going to be real good. So they've been they've been on a strong start, man. So that's been really cool to see. Um, yeah, we'll keep you, you know, we'll 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 dive in a little bit further as uh, as things progress uh, into the year. But the Lions, they're heading into the bye. They really looked good on Monday Night Football, man. They, um, you know, it was a little bit closer than I I think I, a lot of us wanted it to be because they were like one or two mistakes away from making it interesting. Um, but it was really it was really cool to see them kind of dominate most of the game. Um, yeah, man, six and two. What can we do? You know. Uh, so another cool thing, man. I've been I, I coached soccer this year. Uh, it was my first time doing that. I used to I used to play soccer when I was a kid. Um, I used to try to I used to brag. Uh, to uh, well not like brag but kind of joke uh, like it was a joke because I we you know when I played we were actually played with some kids who could really play at the time but I mean we were like eight years old too so. We were really good, but we were eight years old, and that was about, I think I played, I think that was about the last time I played, because then when we moved, like when I was like nine years old, once we, once I, I started around like five years old, four or five years old, playing soccer, uh, and then I played until I was um, probably about like 11. Then I started playing football. I played flag football and I played tackle football uh, from 11 up to, you know, graduating high school. Um, so I, uh, it was cool. I coached soccer. I coached my kids in soccer this year, uh, my two oldest boys and uh, and their team. And it was really, it was really cool. You know what I mean? We weren't, we lost, we lost a little bit more than I wanted to, but it wasn't about that. Like I, you know, I mean, the kids weren't worried about that. I wasn't worried about that at all. I was more worried that they would be worried about it. If that makes any sense. So uh, it was cool that they weren't worried about it. So, uh, you know, they kept it moving and just kind of learned learned the game a little bit more and tried to get better. And uh, so, you know, that was that was cool. Um, that was it was uh, something different. I mean, no, I mean, not crazy different. Like, I kind of, I, I, when I was in high school, I coached basketball and I coached flag football. So I, co I coached, um, so I was like 16, 17, and I was coaching, uh, like, fourth graders or fifth graders. Uh, so that would have been, I don't know, nine, ten, nine, nine years old, ten years old or something like that. Um, and, uh, um, 
so I had already kind of coached them, and, and so I was used to coaching younger people younger than me. But this was a little bit different because, I mean, they were only like six years younger than me. So as much as I was older than them, they were also like kind of not that young. Like if I met them, if I saw them now, like we're like the same age. You know what I mean? We're, we're of the same generation. When I talk to kids, you know, they're all my kids' age, so it's a little bit different. Um, but it was really cool. Um, Learn the game a little bit more. Um, and it was cool trying to help these kids just love, uh, you know, love soccer love football you know a uh, sport that i really enjoy and i and i really hope really becomes bigger in america and be, hey become maybe become uh maybe become number third number three behind the nba um so that would be really cool um so that is our sports for today hey but we back your way again <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's more off the chain than late night with Miss Clea. Call me now for your free reading. Who, who's the father of the baby? Disturbing the Peace Entertainment presents the, the skill of Shaolin. Yes, a good life, you know. What up, what up, what up, what up? Checking, checking, looking good. So we're back. Back again. Man, so I've been uh, catching y'all up. So last time we talked, I think we were talking about foundation. So I watched all of that. Um, I'm going to go back start to do like uh reviews of each of the episodes so i'm gonna try to put out to like maybe 20 30 minute episode reviews of some of these shows that i've been talking about uh like silo foundation um ahsoka um and then of course loki so um Really, Loki's. I've been I've been rocking with Loki, so I finished Ahsoka. Uh, Loki is on right now, episode five. As I'm recording this, uh, is the most recent episode, episode six this this week. Um, so I'm definitely gonna have a Loki uh, season two review, and then I'm gonna go back and do individual episodes. So you might see, you might not see the review right away. Uh, you might just see it. I might save it until um, I do those episodes and I'll throw out the full review of the season. Or I might throw out the season review and then do go back. So you never know. Um, but like I said, I got this mobile recorder, so I'm going to be able to do those like quick episodes, I think, a lot easier episode reviews. So that way I'm still giving you guys something to rock with and keep you guys in between these big, long episodes. So, uh, there'll be some sub episodes where it'll just be episode reviews of some of the favorite shows that I've been rocking with. Like I said, Silo, Foundation, Osaka, um, and, uh, Loki. Those will be the first, like, four that I do. Um, 
probably do Loki first because that's what's rocking and going on right now. Uh, and then, of course, we have the Marvels coming out soon. Um, so, Marvels comes out this week. Um, man, that it looks good. I just watched the trailer. I don't know much about the villain, Darbin. I know she's a, a general of the Kree. I think in the comics, it's actually a, a male uh, character. Um, but I, uh, so I, I watched, shout out to Emergency Awesome. I watched their like quick breakdown of, uh, of the trailer, the final trailer, just so I can kind of catch up on anything that I was missing and bring it to you guys. Uh, so Darbin's going to be the villain. Uh, by the way, oh, hold on, I should say. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. If you never saw Miss Marvel, the TV show, you should stop right here, go catch up, and then come back. I'm not, I haven't seen the movie, the Marvels, so I can't, like, spoil anything that ha- that's in the movie because I haven't seen it, so, um, but, you know, I'm going to talk about some uh, ifs and maybes, so if you don't want to know any ifs and maybes until after the movie, then that would be the great time to pause. I'm going to try to put in uh, the little cues. Uh, it's around like an hour or so. Uh, after I throw in the edits and stuff, I'll put the little cue in the episode notes so you guys know, like, hey, the spoiler from here. And then y'all can come back and rock with us around here <laughs> until the end. So, um, all right. Spoiler, 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 spoiler. Boom. We ready. All right. So I was watching Emergency Awesome. Shout out to them, uh, trying to catch up on, on the trailer stuff. So, um, definitely it looks like they're, um, setting up for these multi universes to start colliding so we can start getting the full craziness of the, of the scrolls being able to transform and change and also have the multi like multi-universe so you'll have different characters in the different universes so nobody's gonna know who anybody is and it's gonna be this big crazy secret war and it's gonna be awesome uh so we're starting to get some of that um especially with this with this marvel's movie um as you get darbin in the trailers you see her kind of like uh splitting the universes apart and and creating holes in, in one universe and tearing through it kind of like the same way that um, uh, Ultron was doing in the What If series. So he was just kind of going through in each dimension so much so that he was able to find the Watcher. So similar to that, um, and you actually hear uh, Monica Rambeau or Maria Rambeau. I always forget the, I think the daughter's name is Maria, Maria Rambeau. Um, she kind of mentions it in the trailer or something about like she's creating holes in the universe so you know that uh, and obviously she, the connection to Miss Marvel she's got the bangle which the mega band also known as the mega band mega band mega band mega band or as I like to say mega bands and make her dance mega bands and make her dance mega bands and make her dance <laughs> so these mega bands uh, that um 
Miss Marvel had in the TV series. So that is obviously um, an ancient Kree item that uh, somehow made its way to Earth and kind of been with her family. But uh, as you'll see, uh, Darbin in the trailer, she has one of the Mega Bands too. So I'm sure that'll be the connection with Miss Marvel. Um, so it'll be interesting to kind of see the, the uh, you know, the three of them team up. And also we're starting to get, you know, the, the development of what's going to be our new Avengers for Avengers 5, which I believe is supposed to be coming out 2025, the last I saw, uh, like summer 2025. So a whole nother year, you know, get more build up in 2024. Um, but man, yeah, Marvel's really got some good things in the, in the works. Uh, Loki's been, like I said, been off the chain. Uh, since I already put out the spoiler alert, I'm going to go ahead and just dive into what's, you know, what I kind of see uh, going into episode six, even though um, possibly whenever I put this out, episode six might already be out. Um, episode five was off the chain, man. Like seeing seeing the, uh, the universes and alternate uh, universes kind of just like splitting like <laughs> like meat through a meat grinder and just splitting like spaghetti like that was kind of ill man uh the way they did that so that was dope um obviously loki figuring out how to control this time slipping um is interesting because then it always you know you get to that theory the time theory right so then all those times that he was going back and forth and splitting himself before randomly was that actually him doing it purposeful in the future yeah let that sink in for a second was he doing that those times that he randomly got split and time jumped was he really doing that in the future never know so it's gonna be interesting man it's gonna be real real interesting this episode six i think it's gonna be real serious um obviously there's gonna be some type of somebody to fight um they got my man's Ouroboros, who is like a very skilled martial artist in real life and so the fact that he hasn't done any kind of fighting yet is almost like a telltale like i'm sure something's gonna pop off in episode six where we finally get to see Ouroboros like really do some things um, I, uh, you know, I had this theory about Ouroboros with him, like somehow he's connected to Victor time, uh, timely because, or, you know, he who remains because, uh, what Ouroboros actually symbolizes, you know, it's an ancient Greek symbol that, um, it's like the circle of life. It's a, it's a snake eating its own tail. Um, you know, it's kind of one thing ends and something something else begins that kind of you know motto or theory or uh philosophy so um you know i i i and he even or boris even mentions that when he meets it uh meets victor and they're talking about how victor's like oh you know i learned everything uh from from this book and you wrote this book and then or boris was like well thank you i you know i learned everything for me to write this book from this 19th century scientist and 
and his name was Victor. <laughs> and then they look at each other like, oh, I, I am you and you are me and we are him. And the Spider-Man meme, you know, pointing at each other. And, uh, and Ouroboros says, it's like a snake eating its own tail. So, you know, there's that that Easter egg that they threw, a very non-subtle Easter egg they threw right at us. So um, I think there's more to the story. Definitely, I think episode six is going to be one of those ones that you got to watch a couple times um, and try to figure out everything that's going on. So, uh, man, this is, I'm, I'm excited. It'll be real, real cool, man. Uh, but like I said, you know, as I'm going to start doing episode reviews, so I'll, I'll go more into uh, like the themes of the episodes and, and what I kind of learned and, and what I see coming from it and all that kind of stuff. So, um, you know, I appreciate you guys for rocking with me. Uh, like I said, there's going to be more, more coming up, more in the near future, working on some things. Uh, trying to get some interviews uh, at some point that's that is the goal um, to you know have weekly interviews at, at some point so once we continue and um, really try to uh, uh, you know be consistent with this um, then that's when I'll start you know trying to reach out to people for interviews you know I don't, I don't want to do that now until I'm a little bit more consistent even though I'm starting to you know, create that little bit of wave and um, starting to develop some relationships with people that, you know, they see me posting and, and doing my thing. So um, definitely appreciate the people that appreciate, you know, are taking the time to, to like posts and reshare posts. Always shout out to the to uh, my homies, Neil and E-Man over at uh, Beats, Brews and Point of Views. Uh, you know, we we haven't really said anything, but we both kind of have this like mutual respect for each other that anytime we uh, upload an episode, we, we both try and share uh, each other's episodes and, and get people to watch it and listen. So, um, you know, respect to those guys. Um, there's a lot going on out right now. Podcasts. I've been watching them. Um, they're out of, I think out of Ypsilanti or Ann Arbor. Um, so they're doing their thing too. Um, of course, Kid Alvin. It's just a lot, a lot of movement out here in in, in the Detroit area with the podcast game. Uh, so you know we gonna keep doing our thing, representing this real hip hop, uh, representing the real nerdy stuff, and of course the sports. Like I said, at some point I like to. I got some people that you know played in the NFL, or people that are out coaching high school basketball, and own their own gyms and training facilities. So there's you know like I said, I like to. You know, once I get become more more consistent, I'm gonna get people here for interviews and stuff. So, uh, definitely appreciate y'all. And uh, I guess on that note, it's halftime. But really, it's part. It's the end.
This episode of the MC Nerd Jack Show was brought to you by the United Negro Podcasting Guild of America, where we be podcasting. This episode was recorded at an undisclosed location in Gross Point Woods, Michigan. Edited in an undisclosed studio in New Baltimore, Michigan. All episodes of the MC Nerd Jock Show are brought to you by GC Productions. You already know. The intro and outro of the MC Nerd Jock Show are produced by none other than the legendary producer... Slumber Logic. <laughs>